So as I started editing this, Chelsea, City, Atletico, Barcelona, United and now Arsenal have all pulled out of the European Super League. This is a monumental win for those of us who love the game. Football is still a sport. It's not a business. Let's go. Welcome back to episode 10 of Who Scored Again. I'm your host, Abhin. I am joined by my co-host, Akshay and Tashar. And this year we have Siddharth, this time, this year, this time we have Siddharth with us, who's a fairly new addition to the podcast. We really brought him on for FPL advice, but he doesn't seem like giving us any, because he's, <laughs> he's having an absolute blinder of a season. Uh, but he apparently uh, puts it down to just blind luck at this point, which is total bullshit. But all of that has taken a backseat because of certain events that have happened in football over the last 24 hours. We'll begin with addressing the weekend fixtures, and no matter how irrelevant they've become at this point, uh, we'll take a look at uh, Jose Mourinho sacking at Spurs this morning or slash evening, wherever you are in the world. And we will also take a look at the European Super League, something we discussed in the podcast a couple of weeks ago, but never really thought we'd be bringing it up again uh, in such quick time after the last time we discussed it. So that being said, let's get started with the show. Okay, first of all, how is everyone doing? I know this is a little short notice. Usually we do this on a, on a Thursday. But recently we started doing this on a Thursday. Usually we do this on a Tuesday. But I feel our schedule's gone all, all off the place. And given what's happening, I thought it was best if we just jumped on this immediately. Okay, um, so... Uh, Tushar's Chelsea had a great weekend, even though he was breaking it for uh, most of that game in the FA Cup against Man City. Bro, how does oh, it feel? Yeah. That was good. That was a good game. Mm-hmm. I, I really think we could have scored like three goals easily. Like easily. Mm-hmm. We, we were outplaying them. Um, of course, Pep was rotating his squad. But I think we outplayed them. But Werner should have scored. Chilwell should have scored. Ziyech should have scored. He scored, but he should have scored one more at least. Yeah, I was. Uh, I remember us texting on the group, and uh, there was that one point where uh, Werner puts. I think Ziyech goes through, and he tries to chip the keeper. Very reminiscent of Danny Welbeck yeah. against Bayern Munich in 2014. Uh, it brought back some rage-inducing memories because holy shit, that was uh, that that was painful to watch. That that really should have been uh, set and forget. But un- unfortunately. But- but anyway, we made it through, mm. and that's what matters. It's going to be a Leicester-Chelsea FA Cup. Leicester-Chelsea FA and Cup final. God knows when we'll see that again. But hopefully, <laughs> um, that's, that might be entertaining. Excuse me. That may be. It should be. It should be like Leicester play very good attacking football. And to tell you don't know what team and what setup he'll come with on that day. So it's going to be interesting to see how they counter each other. I think I think Leicester are capable of bottling it because it's in Brendan Rodgers' DNA. He's a great manager. He's a very good manager, but he tends to fall at the last hurdle. So I don't know. Unless... So has, yeah, but so the thing has, is, Ward, Wardy does some... Like, he does some random thing and he'll go and score off. 
Siddharth, you were saying? I said, I mean, Tuchel has bottled a lot. I mean, a, apart from probably, you could say, winning the league with PSG, I'm pretty sure even I could manage PSG and win the league in, uh, in, in France. But apart from that, He's sort of been a bottle job if you look at it. Like mm. the number of times he's bottled, uh, bottled it with Dortmund, bottled it with PSG. So you ha- you have two bottle jobs facing each other. So, but depends on who is worse. Like I think Rogers has most recent history. At least Tuchel got yeah. to the final of the Champions League last year, and uh, yeah, I would say Rogers bottles a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the battle of the bottlers. <laughs> Speaking of potential bottle jobs, uh, City are now eight points ahead in the Premier League with games to play. Uh, they were fourteen points at one during one stretch of the season. Um, right now, seventeen. Uh, they were seventeen points. 17, seventeen points ahead. Holy shit! And now that it's down to eight with six games to go. Could they? I think the dip in form came at a wrong time. Like the whole season, they were doing well. And every team has that dip, those, that two, three weeks or maybe a month where you go down. Mm-hmm. And that should not come towards the end when the Champions League semis and, and your closing league times and FA Cups and all of these things come. But unfortunately for them, it's come right then. Uh, for that quadruple dream, dream is dead. Basically, with two playing 11s, it should not be so difficult to, like, so easy to bottle towards the end of the season. When other teams but are even, actually doing very well. Even then, right? Like, they've been in amazing form. Like, like you see January, December and stuff. They killed it, right? Like, they were nowhere in the top. Like, no one could tell. At one point, Tottenham was there. United was there. Then suddenly, they took that lead of 17 points. But, but could we see a repeat of 2012? But the reverse repeat. <laughs> Uh, I can one can hope, but the thing the thing about the 2012 season was there was one you know they call that the Premier League six pointer. There was one of those games where City played United, so that was that's where they made up. Yeah, we discussed, discussed this. Uh, yeah, no, I was just a about weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. I think it's time we uh, addressed the elephant in this goddamn room. So yesterday evening, there were reports bubbling that the Super League was the announcement for the Super League was going to be made by Perez at nine thirty, um, and uh, that they had twelve clubs who were ready to join. And U, uh, UEFA and FIFA quickly put out statements saying this would be um, like this was this uh, this would be this would be considered illegal, and that they would the clubs would have had to face consequences. Um, and naturally, when the report came out and you saw the names associated with it, there's really no big surprise. Head of the president of the committee right there is our beautiful Fiorentino Perez, vice chairman uh, Joel Glazer, who is giving who has spoken given one interview since 2006 and is giving interviews about the Super League. 2006. It's been 15 years since the asshole spoke about spoke in public. Um, Stan Kroenke, because great pedigree Arsenal have in the, in Europe. Uh, Andre Agnelli, who hasn't, I don't think Juventus have won uh, a Champions League since what, 98? 98 was the last time they beat Dortmund in the final, right? If I'm not mistaken. No? Yeah. 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 
so 98 was the uh, so andre agnelli uh, from juventus and uh, the the one exception to the rule here was psg and not because they were they were holding some moral high ground the qatar world cup is the speak for itself in that regard but the fact that nasir al khilafi is on the board at uefa has pulled several strings with fifa to get the world cup hosted in qatar so him going against them him renegading in the last minute is going to not look very good so i assume that's what's made him stay put uh, also the uh, also the other reason sorry abin but mm-hmm. the other reason he stayed put is because uh, he owns a broadcasting company that has uh, a lot of the rights for yeah bn mm-hmm. sports has uh, the major uh, sporting uh, broadcasting rights for the champions league uh, or rather uh, the uefa broadcasting rights so mm-hmm. champions league europa league so that is that is another reason that uh, psg uh, decided to renege on that which principle. which in itself is hilariously unethical right the guy sits on a board of uefi he sits on the eca and he is an owner and he owns broadcasting rights but esl is wrong okay <laughs> <laughs> i mean i think i think i think things i think things are going downhill when psg is starting to take the moral high ground you know but they're not really right he has the broadcasting rights for champions league so if champions league goes down his money and his investment sinks so he's like no 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 i need to hold on to this yeah that's the only reason why he's like when and yeah that that statement i was like he says i am for the new improved version of the champions league of course you are you no shit sherlock your uh, <laughs> your director is on the is on the board of uefa and everyone's like oh and a second coming come back to united no Uh, no dude he bought the broadcasting rights for something billion so he has yeah, he has for the next 5 7 years yeah huge thing right so yeah, if yeah. everyone shifts to the ESL who's going to freaking watch the champions league that he paid so much for so <laughs> that's the main thing news is breaking out right now that the super league have written to uefa and fifa warning that it has filed motions in courts preventing footballing authorities imposing bans <laughs> which is true right no national team it won't hold up in court you can't ban a player because he wants to play in a league that way if he goes and plays in the chinese league he'll be like no fuck you i'll ban for the national team no right you can't really uphold that in a court of law everybody knows that even they know that but it fifa the fa they all have to do that because they're all protecting their ips how much did sky buy the the broadcasting rights for 2 billion a billion oh, one billion yeah hmm. the initial deal i'm talking about hmm. was a billion yeah now with um, with yeah, yeah. now it's now, so crazy now the, i the, think the, the, the most ironic thing <laughs> now sky alone is 1.3 apart from that bt has a, a certain chunk and hmm. amazon has a, a certain chunk even from bn sports or something has something yeah. a chunk in the uk at least And the funny thing is, Gary Neville's rant has become the anthem. Yeah, it's on Sky Sports. Anti, yeah, yeah, it gets broadcast on Sky Sports. You know how much would have fucking pay in the UK? You have to pay hundred and ten pounds a month to watch half the Premier League games on Sky Sports, dude. And they're talking about greed and rich and all, and I'm just like, guys, this is so ironic. <laughs> Didn't they talk about fifteen uh, dollar pay per view games? Fifteen pound pay per view games. Uh, yeah, per game, dude. Per game. <laughs> per game. What? And that what? was Amazon. 
it wasn't to watch like a manchester derby it was to watch sheffield versus burnley no newcastle i think yeah newcastle yeah. Like, yeah yeah okay oh there's a document that's come out that psg have 14 days uh, to accept the proposal bayern have 30 and dortmund have 30 for the for the league for the super league so for the super league they have a timeline to accept so apparently this morning woodward held like an emergency meeting with mm, the players and the players were were not impressed with the super league and woodward was like woodward is like we're doing this at the club's best interest at heart and the players were like i don't play. think the players are in, are impressed by woodward itself okay dude right get right? everything else <laughs> i mean he he has a glowing track record no when it comes to football uh, especially like i let us let us just rewind back to a, a very beautiful time summer last year where he went to dortmund and said uh we want jaden sancho and they said cool 108 million he's like haha here's 50 million and then they're like no and uh, he's like it's fine we'll pay you 108 million he's like cool they were they were like fine done and he said no we'll pay you 80 million and that's when dortmund told him to, told him to fuck off and he all and he thought it was a poker game he legit went into it thinking it was a commercial deal and he completely screwed it up and i have full faith in him screwing this up as well because right now um I feel okay I mean it, it may not happen because there are others to course correct him if need be but generally speaking keeping in mind uh, oh, what's been uh, what's been unfolding I don't think this league goes through one because if it goes through that that football as we know and love is done like in every pyramid because I don't want to pay for see I the one thing I absolutely detest about american sports is that there are no consequences to poor performances as a matter of fact you get rewarded for being shit oh by the get, drafts by yeah, the by drafts the, by yeah. the drafts yeah, yeah. so yeah. oh you you were yeah. the worst team in the league this year here you get the top draft uh, the top pick no i i get it if the league is regulated and all of that shit but there's no relegation there's nothing and that is one of a a big stumbling block point with a lot of the american investors is they can't get their head around relegation they say why is this still a concept you morons it is it is essential to the bloody game <laughs> i i 100% no, agree with you i 100% agree with you like there is a, a, for some reason americans believe in rewarding the losers i, I just don't there has to be a pyramid it has to be a pyramid structure there is there has to be some consequence to losing and there has to be some reward to winning that it there can't just be let's just randomly do things it's fine let's have franchise let's put a salary cap let's try to regulate it however we can but if you lose it's fine it's fine we'll give you the best uh, college prospect uh, here here you go uh, who jacksonville jaguars you can have trevor lawrence uh whatever like i think pelicans got uh, what's the what's the name of uh, the basketball zion williamson zion williamson yeah here you go yeah. you guys are losers here you and go he, he's he's a wasted talent over there to be honest absolutely like yeah. i yeah. just don't get it. it it makes no sense right now they're saying 12 and they're, they're saying we'll have three more teams which is 15 and then they're going to give five other teams a chance every season based on performances i don't know what is the metric they're going to use there hmm. and these 20 teams are going to be in in uh, two groups which is something like eastern western conference western western, 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 western yeah. yeah yeah 
and the, and then three and then i think it's something Play like off. three teams qualify for the quarter from each uh, group qualify for the quarters and then like the playoffs it's, it's the playoffs. nba style dude it's basically exactly. the it's like the playoffs like the playoffs it's, it's like yeah, it's yeah. like the nf it's like nfl having the uh, the two conferences where i think this season it was 2 3 4 5 six and seven or something all of these play uh, i mean there's white card games that's tampa literally finished 7th and was super bowl champion exactly see like my biggest sticking point with all of this okay let's take into account all the clubs are in there real madrid fine european royalty thir- uh, 13 no <laughs> how much yeah thir- 13 yep. champions league titles barcelona four when was the last time they won it 2015 Juventus 90 you were Juventus 98 United 2008 Dude this is not about football right Oh yeah definitely not This is But about saying, IPs right it's, it's about business right Yeah So you're going to take like the biggest IPs which is like Real Madrid Barca as much as you can say Arsenal are shit but they're still a big IP right and say that this is our league and then sell that ip to disney amazon and be like hey give us 3 billion 20 billion 30 billion whatever that's what does one already put in a bid 3.5 billion yeah, yeah. so dozen dozen d a z n they've all so you know this yeah and, and disney is also putting a bid and yeah. amazon is also putting a bid amazon facebook yeah. there is yeah. no no way in hell that they didn't put this out thinking they'd win Yeah, can I can I tell you one thing? I I see I can understand. Okay, let's pretend for a second that ESL is a good thing. I'm not saying it is. Let's just pretend for a second that it is, right? What the the structure itself is a fucking disgrace. Why are you not allowing teams like Ajax, Celtic, Benfica or Aston Villa? These are big clubs with big histories with multiple UEFA Champions League victories or European Cups. But they don't have global appeal, right? They don't have global IP appeal in the US, India, Asia, right? Look at Arsenal and look at I don't know, dude. Even Tottenham for that. What are they? Tottenham doing doesn't have that much. Of, I mean, see, yeah, usually Ajax. Ajax is a club that. Does things the right way more often than not. They're 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 a model football club. I don't want to bring the German clubs into this for the moment. Let's talk about Ajax because they have their academy and most very. It's a very well-run football club, and the fact that they aren't even included in yeah, they may not have as big a global appeal. So that, that's what I'm saying. You're looking at it through uh, through a football lens, and none of them are looking at it through a football lens. They're just a purely. JP Morgan's backing this dude. Those guys know they've done their price water coopers uh, brokering and all that dealing and all and they're like ah, okay this is the price and these are the IPs and they're worth this much okay cool this this is how we go ahead it's all business decisions it's not football decisions that's all <laughs> why do the premier league clubs have to have to be a part of it i mean i can understand barcelona see and I, because I they, the, the, and the the problem is business itself right like these clubs are all debt Like Barcelona yeah, is in debt, that. Madrid is in debt, Ch- Chelsea. Yeah, I, 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 but I we just keep fueling that. money in, yeah, right. But mm-hmm. every single big club has to buy big. So now they're like, so now the Premier League gives you what 110 million, right? Yeah. These yeah. guys are promising you 350 million a year. 225, 225 million. No, they're saying that if you do something, something plus add-ons and something, you know, it'll be up around 300 million. 
Okay. Okay. Then okay. Then I'll Imagine how much refinancing on the traders can do. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so obviously, Glazers, Crownkers, all of those guys are like, yeah, cool. Like, how how long will we keep like busting money on these clubs? Bastards do some business. <laughs> that's that's what their point is. Okay. And the funniest thing is that this whole vision is through Perez, dude. Like he was the first guy that bought those Galacticos, Ronaldinho, all of those guys. Mm. Uh, mm. And then Beckham. second era of Galacticos also, yeah, Beckham, all of the all of those guys, right? Second mm. second era also Ronaldo, Kaka, you know. Mm. And he's like, okay, this works. Why don't I try and make it bigger? No, and, uh, what what happened there, right? Till 2011, maybe yeah. No, I would say 2010, 11. Madrid were the biggest. I mean, in terms of financial play, they were the biggest uh, in the in 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 European football club because City were coming on. They were throwing money at problems, but they didn't have the the prestige. They didn't have the allure. Madrid had oh, you can you come to your come to the Santiago Bernabeu, and they had shitloads of cash. That has since gone because yeah. City have throttled the Premier League. Chelsea that Chelsea came in, but they were I mean obviously they it all began with them in two in two thousand four, but they it wasn't like. over they weren't spending 80 90 million a season psg come in and in one summer uh, the the neymar transfer they 225 million on a player gone the transfer market is inflated uh, the same year they yeah they fix a loan deal for mbappe for 160 million i mean to that to, to be paid the year after right then perez realizes he has no control anymore because the kaka experiment didn't work um Luckily, he stumbled. No, Ronaldo one did, right? Yeah, no. Luckily for him, because we everyone thought the Ronaldo experiment was was going to fail because he was because Madrid have a thing where like players go to Madrid don't perform well and then crumble under pressure. Ronaldo thrived on it, and he and even then he didn't get the respect he he deserved. Like towards towards the end, the Madrid fans were booing him. Like, dude, and uh, they deserved that the shit they got after he left. So. at that point when when psg's inclusion happened and then he psg got into bed with uefa and fifa that's when perez realized or at least he'd been pushing the idea of a of a european super league since 2009 but he realized that now is the only time he's going to be able to get gain some sort of control back a closed off league where there is no threat of relegation there is no threat of relegation there's no way that the six so so called founding members are uh, At any point, going to have to exit the competition. Twelve, twelve yeah, founding. Twelve, twelve founding members. Twelve founding members. Six sorry. Premier League. Six Premier League. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry, huh? Yeah, but the, the 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 funny thing about that guy is, three weeks back he said yes, I I agree with the Swiss model of the Champions League. Okay, then three weeks later he backstabs and he's like, "Fuck you, yes, I'll." <laughs> Now I'm no, I'm just wondering, not just at that. what point does he start backstabbing? These other clubs, dude. Just <laughs> like no fuck you guys. You're not getting 300 million. Madrid gets 500 million. <laughs> Did you not see uh, that the UEFA guy, uh, the head of UEFA, Alexander Seferin or Seferin? One of he did a press conference. Seferin, yeah, yeah. So he, earlier on today, yeah. he said, "Yeah, I, I read about it." Yeah. yeah, he said Woodward called me on Thursday and said uh, he didn't bring up any of this. Was wanted to know. Was interested in in our Champions League format and called me to talk to talk about the FFP. is one of the biggest snakes i've ever met he just like he unloaded on all of them i mean but then again that comes across like a case of sour grapes because 
even i mean let's be the let's be honest the ufa champions league new format also is complete ass the you what is what is the ufa new, the ufa itself been complete ass dude like yeah, they yeah, fucked yeah, over you know, fifa what, what they the, fucked over the clubs yeah you know what the they kept all the money Seferin yeah. is actually the godfather of Agnelli's daughter. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> I read that. I read that. It's, it's not. It's not just that. It's like to a point where even Arsenal fans. I was watching AFTV yesterday. He said, and they're like, "Why do we want to go into Super League? Do you want us to become the Fulham, the Sheffield United of this league? Because that's what we're. That's where we're heading. Because the IP. But they already that. They're already that. The IP in the Premier League. <laughs> in the Premier League, yeah. Currently, this bloody club. First of all, okay, was has hasn't qualified for Europe properly in Champions League in God knows how long. The audacity, and every time they've been in the Champions League over the last decade, they've ended up going out humiliatingly to a big team or the other. Like, we have, how many five ones have they taken? There should be a record for the number of times you faced one team and gotten slapped five one. <laughs> Spurs, Spurs have won Champions League final uh, in in their entire history. It was a great fucking season, and not let's not make any uh, any bones about it. They had a fair bit of luck with the City game, and then the Ajax game is one of the greatest Champions League games I've ever seen. But that does not, I mean, when Kane goes, that IP drops. They have the biggest stadium in the world. They have no star players to replace them. They have. Uh, they they are also shit ton in debt from stadium uh, from from building this. I think with Mourinho gone, the IP already dropped. <laughs> like Mourinho was the star, dude. Oh yeah, speaking. So if, of- if Kane goes, I think Son's gonna follow. Yeah. Uh, there's no yeah. two ways about it. Uh, Remember the last I time, think- big, last time a big money transfer ended out the window. Who they replaced him with? Uh, Soldado, Eric Lamela. Soldado, yeah. Uh, Frederic Frederico Fazio. Um, who was that? Bentleb. No, there were a bunch of idiots who who they brought in through the door for that money with with the bail. Nasir Chadli, I think uh, Chadli as well. Yeah, Chadli at least yeah. had a half decent season with when Poch came. So um, I, yeah. I can't we can't really fault him. But yeah, so in, in terms of Arsenal, like you look at the teams, United. Okay, fine. You have. I mean, commercially, they are uh, they were great. I think they have been falling consistently, and COVID hasn't hasn't really. Uh, helped and what what's what's slimy about this but but what's really united slimy? are still like the third biggest ip dude they're exactly. still the third biggest ip yeah no that yeah. that but the most slimy thing about this is they did this with no fans in the stadium i like, uh, yeah i i, I really yeah. wanted to see that why do it now why do, do I, it I during say, a pandemic i say a lot of like, no they wanted to do it right now because UEFA was supposed to drop the Swiss model today or tomorrow or something. They, they did drop so it. That's why they did it yesterday. Yeah, it came out today. Yeah, it came out today. Right? Yeah, it so came they came out did today. some Modi style surgical strike yesterday. Or they're like, guys, yes, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, then, this is the. Mo- yeah. I I was just reading. I I literally just opened it. I got it uh, in one of the one of the groups. So this is the apparently apparently this is the format which will start from 2024 36 instead of 32 teams new spots for elite clubs that failed to qualify uh it's going to be one league instead of different groups uh and the best eight to reach the knockouts 
uh, other teams uh, to qualify through new round of playoffs every club guaranteed 10 games 10 games which increases their revenue i read about this yes yeah, so, so yeah and yeah. then they wanted to start this uefa conference and they had a bunch of plans right but yeah. the, the thing again is that they're not revenue sharing enough for the big clubs yeah for them it's not I mean, enough what do you what do you mean by elite club like think about it right for, let, let's just think about it if from a from a very neutral perspective like this season leicester and west ham have a legit chance to qualify for the champions league right they have a legit chance just because they don't have a a uefa quotient or or whatever there's a uefa quotient or something like that just because they don't have that quotient are you not going to give them a chance and you're going to let spurs and arsenal arsenal if villa Let's wins go. their remaining game and uh, their arsenal will be 11th 11th and you're going to let a 11th place team into the uh, into the champions league you're telling me that that it that's disgraceful that's that's bang out of order you won a title in 2016 united last won their title 2013 fucking arsenal 2005 what have leicester done wrong leicester no they 2004 four sorry yeah arsenal last one yeah 2004 season. yeah 05 06 was yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. yeah 05 so obviously uf has bending to the elite clubs right because they kept threatening the esl and you yeah esl so uf has like okay to stop these guys or shut them up we'll start doing this revenue sharing a little bit more revenue every time they they keep giving them but the main thing i think the biggest problem here is what is the transfer market and second is the wages just stop giving footballers some stupid unbelievable wages Dude, i blame and all of them for so- like so yeah. much of them like that alexis sanchez transfer fucking haunts me it's that, that is that kind of money on a player for kicking a ball for 90 minutes and being like one of the best in your sport is not is something that should have never happened 500000 pounds a week look at hall and dude look at the way he is going around and he's like you have to buy me you have to pay as much as the saudis want to pay for newcastle basically <laughs> <laughs> right because he's effectively asking for some 130 million or no something like that in wages plus something it goes up to 300 million or something like that and that's what the saudis are bidding for newcastle yeah is which Rayola? is crazy right is that rayola or is that haaland I think it's for Rayola. I, I think Rayola and his father. Is yeah, Rayola and Haaland's father basically. So right. it, now, when the first did a footballer become that important that he is equal to a football club in valuation? That's how inflated the market is right now, and so, that is the biggest problem that they face. The the logistics of it all. Okay, so you say twenty teams are in this Super League, right? So and this and the Premier League. plays they play 38 games a season with 20 clubs so i assume there's an additional 38 games coming through um through europe so right now how many games they're playing 5 plus 2 uh 5 plus 4 9 plus 4 plus uh plus 3 12 games in knockouts basically keeping in mind in the current united you're talking about Champions from group League. stages all from the group, way yeah group all the way so it's 5 plus 6 what 6 6 no. 6 plus 5 no 6 6 in the group stages all oh, right sorry 6 in the group 6 in groups yeah yeah yeah, hmm. yeah. 
Six plus round of sixteen two quarterfinals two, semi finals two and finals. So that's six thirteen games there. Thirteen games. Thirteen games in and with FA Cup and league cup. No, but but there won't be any domestic cups allowed for these teams. I mean, no. He's just saying in a traditional model. Oh, just comparison. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's thirteen in an FA Cup. You start with the usually start in the third round of the FA Cup. So you go. Third, fourth, fifth, no. quarter, semi, finals. Mm. So that's six games there. Mm. League Cup, you start again in the third, third round. round mm-hmm. Yeah. So third. Yeah. Fourth. fourth. Third and fourth. Third, fourth, quarter, fourth, semis semi. is the two-legged, two-legged, and then final. Mm. So that's six games there again. How are you going to play twenty games midweek? Where? No. First of all, how? Where is the crowd? coming you are you are getting crowds to show up to travel between uh, first of all with the eu and if you're if you hold a british passport right now especially with the eu you're fucked um so Brexit. it's what you have you have to sh- so you go you say you go to a madrid one on a wednesday come back fly back down go to burnley away on a on a sunday uh, fly to italy on a tuesday how How are, how are supporters going? That's to why it's a conference, right? Like they're going to make it in such a way that that it's easier. I mean, it's just like the US, right? The US is fucking huge, right? I mean, New York to San Francisco six hours or something, right? Hmm. That's why the Eastern and Western conference. Hmm. So that's what they're trying to do. They're going to figure out a way that there's going to be a league But that is easier be, to play. It's going to be the UK yeah. versus the rest of them. But Europe is the size yeah. of Texas, dude. Or like even smaller up to a certain extent. It's probably smaller, yeah. So there's yeah, there's no. But whatever, need. right? You just you just make. I mean that logistics and all they'll figure it out, dude. They will like worrying about the logistics. I think the the last thing I know it's a very hectic schedule and all. They'll figure it out. What do they need to do? They need to buy another eleven. Like how Pep has a second eleven, they'll buy another. Everybody will buy another eleven because they have three hundred million more anyway, right? What is the big deal in buying another eleven? And they're also just play those guys midweek. Right. They're also see that's that's the problem. Like with the NBA, the NBA keeps traveling and they play a game every two days, and it's eighty-two, yeah, it's very 82 games a season. Yeah, as yeah. regular season, by the way. As regular season, and you have post- yeah, and then playoffs is seven into seven uh, into I think four rounds. Four rounds, yeah. You know the the That's one the thing. The one thing I detest. Finals about, again, four rounds. It's again no, seven, seven games. games. Seven games. Seven rounds, yeah. The one seven thing games, yeah. I absolutely detest about the NBA is the seven game series. It's very exciting to watch, but on a day the minnows, if the minnows beat the uh, beat the big team, it it means jack shit. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I feel that is a model where now the big guys. I'll tell you where this, this is all temper tantrums. United have not been in the Champions League for um, consistently since since Fergie retired, and this is their way of trying to capitalize on that lost money. Juventus, the other, yeah, yeah, yeah the, you know, the you, season will be the first season United would have qualified for the Champions League back, back to back. back since yeah. Uh, yeah, back to back since. And, then, yeah. and they pull this shit on. On so right now, UEFA are having a meeting tomorrow apparently, uh, where there's a motion to formally expel United and Arsenal from the Europa League and City, Chelsea, and Madrid from the Champions League, which means uh, by default PSG. PSG, PSG, PSG win the league, and then right. Villarreal and uh, Roma, Roma for the, go for the final. For the finals. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. 
They, you know what? They don't have the balls to pull that. They don't have the balls to pull that. No chance. Trust me, if you say that, like, I mean, they're also saying they're going to put sanctions on all players of uh, part of those teams. They're not going to allow them to play. One ban will happen, but depends on what ban it is. Euros and the World Cup. How are you? How are you? How are you going to monitor that? Like, how are you going no, to stop? No, but what what I'm saying is, this is JP Morgan's might. Okay, they're putting three to seven or whatever ten billion into this. They're going to come with an army of lawyers. Like you know how City's best defense is their lawyers. JP Morgan's even bigger defense is their lawyers, dude. Yeah, imagine dude. <laughs> crush the hell out of it. Dude, we're talking hell out about of lawyers. Did you see how yeah. how the how UEFA bent to, to PSG, how they bent to City last year? Now imagine. Yeah, yeah that's what. Twelve of those. That that Cass was a joke, dude. Like like they went to Cass and Cass was like, yeah, City. Like they broke FFP clearly. Like City broke it clearly, and they still couldn't get City to like pay up. A fine, like no, no, no. They 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 paid up the fine. They were supposed to get banned like minus points. Yeah, yeah, yeah minus Champions League for two years. Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah and they were yeah, supposed to get banned from the Champions League for two years. They just got yeah, away yeah, yeah. with the fine, and a city were like, "Ah, oh, you want money here? Take and go." <laughs> yeah, right. So, so what's the big deal? Even the ESL, right? If they paid UEFA again, like, "Oh, uh, we'll give you some solidarity money." That because of your lost revenue, what will do UEFA do? They'll shut up and be like, "Okay, cool, thank you for the money, guys. Go ahead, do whatever the hell you want." <laughs> no, these Americans, they they don't have the concept of international games. I mean, think about it. If okay, then we come back to we come back to when are you going to fixture all these games? Because or rather, fit all these games because. According to them, there is going to be 10, 10 teams in each group. So you're going to have what? Uh, nine into two, uh, 18. 18 games per team. Right. So each team has to play 18, plus then you have the, the playoffs or whatever you want to call it. And then you have your quarters and your semis. So eventually it'll probably come up to what? 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 games. How are you going to fit 22 games in between an already packed season? Uh, assuming. That they're still allowed to play League Cup, they're still allowed to play the FA Cup, assuming all of these. Also, let's not take into account, I mean, you, you talk about two leagues, so which with an additional 200 million they'll get every season. You mean to say they'll take those six teams, come with those 200 million uh, in back into their respective leagues, beat the shit out of the other teams that haven't, that who are unable to even get into that tournament, let's be honest. Beat the living shit out of them with that kind of additional. Like you saw last season when they appointed when they did. Dude, the you know what the end game of this right is to not be in the Premier League. <laughs> yeah, basically to not be in your own league, right? Because let's yeah. face it, yeah. dude, nobody wants to play Burnley. Okay, you just have to play them because they are in the same league. <laughs> dude, I want to play Burnley. I'll tell you why we want to play. I would. Burnley. I would love to see these games. No, asking. No, I'm saying you day. want to. You want to watch it, okay? But these big teams are like, I don't want to go and play a Norwich, a Nottingham Forest, uh, all of these these guys because no, they come the and team. injure our players. They affect our season. They do all of these things, okay? Yeah, I mean, as a viewer, you want to watch them. Obviously, you want to watch no, the them. The teams want to. But play I'm saying, them, but, as a club. But what's happening is the execs, execs realize that it's all. It's not even about dude. I'm just a piece. Nobody told uh, the. the United, the club, at least the, the playing staff are pissed that nobody briefed Solskjaer about it. And when they popped it to him 
at in the press conference he had no fucking clue what was happening so, yeah he was dear in the headlights dude yeah so that's when he was clueless yeah and then so and and that's what people are really pissed off about so it's not as much see why 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 are we spoke about burnley and united for at length uh, at the start of this podcast why because burnley have maybe a, a fraction of the resources united have but they are able to come and, ab- and absolutely batter the living shit out of that uh, that defensive backline uh, when they can because they know they know how to get under people's skins mourinho's porto that that is never going to happen again if this goes through yeah lester won't happen again lester but again happen- you're looking at it through football right these guys are looking at it like united burnley are playing okay who is going to watch this game united fans and burnley fans nobody else or rarely anybody else right whereas if say it's united chelsea there's going to be a bunch more neutrals who are going to watch that game therefore the the price and the viewership and the advertising for that game is maybe 5x of united burnley so if you had a united chelsea every every weekend then naturally your ip price goes up every weekend that's all they care about they don't no, but, care about but that no, but if if that dies too repetitive no yeah exactly that dies after a season okay It'll, great one season oh i, I get to see yeah. and uh, and united play each other three seasons and i'm like oh okay this shit again what's the, what's the difference going to be it's the same set of players playing each other again with the cup competition and exactly. with uh, with yeah. the ability to randomize i don't know who i'm going to get i know for a fact i'm going to get i don't have to play madrid i have to play barcelona i have to play uh, what's his god for second name arsenal who i mean arsenal any play in the premier league but a set of teams <laughs> like united don't go out to sevilla uh, in a in a champions league final uh, quarter final like they did chelsea don't go out to uh, atletico are in there right city don't go yeah, out, so, yeah so city, city I, don't i agree they 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 is inherently flawed right dude the basic thing okay i i think the inherent flaw is not having relegation and not having what are you going to qualify for like what does the top four mean in in an esl right yeah so what what are you playing what is the league for yeah there's no relegation battle there's no top four okay so i don't even have to spend money to buy ziak to buy werner and and uh, how it is in one season because i'm not getting relegated anyway right like fuck that i'll just play with anybody i want right it's inherently flawed right dsl is inherently flawed yeah which is they haven't figured it out yet but they've got the money that's it this like we have the money we will make things we will make things right also yeah and and i'm sorry they're just moving fast breaking things and hoping it works out dude that's it uh, liverpool have landed in at leeds and somebody's playing money 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 on a trombone outside this is the best thing dude like You know how since 2004 you fuckers have been calling Chelsea plastic fans how the how the tables turned turns out everybody's a plastic fan like dude, everybody's every, plastic every every, <laughs> every club never, is plastic I have never every seen club it. is plastic don't say every fan yeah. is plastic yeah no, yeah yeah, every, yeah. yeah but fan. then like as a Chelsea fan you're like oh fuck you I have history and all you guys plastic fans but uh, no, because that was that but, was the reality <laughs> of the situation like let's let, let's call a spade a spade Chelsea were were mid table okay but but eventually off, every but single club became like that right no there's no was, difference now it was no it was three big telling factors one was chelsea's arrival into the premier league and then like that's when the first inflation really happened 
then city came inflation too happened uh, then psg came and that's where we are that's a current reality so it began in the early no 2000s. i mean it's not like barca and madrid were not pumping money no, like mad barca barca had the thing with barca and arsenal at that point arsenal had fan ownership so they couldn't the uh, when cronky bought them over they still have agms which is basically like every year they have to go speak to the fans because the fans were majority were not majority they were, they were shareholders in the comp- in the organization and then that power went it only exists in germany which is why the german clubs can't do shit about it because of the 50 plus 1 rule yeah they are 50 plus 1 rule right yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. and that's a great way that's a great way to run that, that is a model right? you know you know who is now uh, pushing himself as the uh, as the savior what are the fucking odds uh, boris johnson has entered the fray. <laughs> Oh, oh god. god yeah 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 oh, I, 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 i saw that yesterday i mean i uh, i i heard bojo bojo talking about uh, the uh, bojo bojo is doing it for votes dude he's just doing it for votes yeah he's like how do i get like into leeds where there's no tory fans how do i get into sheffield where there's no tory fans <laughs> right no so, like let me go and do this Ah, or Liverpool, right? Like, mm-hmm. not a single scouse will ever vote for Boris Johnson. So, like, this is the easiest way in. But what is he going to do? Like, what is he going to do? It's, he is, I mean, they, they'll have to push, like, uh, they will have to push laws in stating that fans have at least 10% ownership in the club. They should definitely do that. Yeah. They need to. You really think 10% not, is going not to 10% they need to do more but at least 10% no, is the start first of all how will you how will you get the owners to get give up ownership roman abramovich has put in so much money glazers have this much conkers have this much stake uh, abu abu dhabi has like no, this much stake in man city yeah how you can't you can't touch that now unless unless you you have to come up with a solid uh something solid where you give a buyout package for the owners saying you have to let go 51% and they have to give a proper buyout package or some sort of a package for them to exit 51% and then give it back to the fans otherwise it's not happening yeah. no, but you also can't it. enforce it right you can't force them to take the deal also <laughs> they have to agree to it <laughs> that is right. true that's because they owe them a proper yeah. package to exit and then you'll have to get them all on board i mean again we're going back to the way the the, the us sports team mainly the nfl teams operate there are 32 owners whatever they say happens nothing else you know what will be like the most hilarious thing or like the 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 biggest thing that will break the back of everybody is if jb morgan go ahead and name it European Soccer League, okay. <laughs> everyone, will leave. everyone will just see the, the thing is I was lose that shit. <laughs> yeah, they will burn stadiums. Like that's what this one. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what yeah. Liverpool fans are saying. Liverpool fans are saying, if if this goes forward and that results in Liverpool being kicked out of the Premier League, they the. the club in in its essence will have to be taken someplace else because uh, uh, uh because there will like there will be riots and the same for chelsea chelsea 
the thing with chelsea right you, i mean tushar probably knows this uh, you know why they they refused to move the stadium because the the stadium came first then the club came right no because the stamford uh, bridge the fans right own a small portion yeah the shed the end right no they own yeah the, the shed they, end they own a small portion of the pitch right so they all like like small small sections yeah even there's, there's a part called the shed end in hmm. in the the fan uh, in the stands hmm. and that that shed end is owned and managed by the the shed and the shed is basically the most uh, passionate chelsea fans hmm. so i think you can like, oh, we go to stamford bridge and tell you that very yeah you own a section of the ground so which is why chelsea fans have some authority where they can be like fuck off you are not playing on the ground which is which is being spoken of like in i don't think any club whoever has the thing what city fans say city fans were saying the reasons that we were being told as to why uh you know uh, as to why we were like not being allowed to a seat at the big table is something we have ultimately partaken in to a point and that and that's what's disappointing that's disappointing because everyone got taken for a ride liverpool said this means more people's club united said uh, uh hated adored like i mean uh, um, reds whatever where we are we are a family club all fucking bullshit yeah this was gary level the whole rant on sky sports the funny thing is he even shot up he shut up roy keen dude always roy keen roy keen was kind of gary never dude this is hilarious oh apa <laughs> roy keen generally explodes like hey, fuck it <laughs> yeah and the funny thing is that other guy was sitting next to him the man city guy and he's like these two guys are full of yeah these two guys are full of emotion fuck even i have to get angry <laughs> okay he's like yeah fuck this man city they have so much history culture and, all. <laughs> and roy keen is looking at him like what the fuck dude like what do you say how can they do this to the ufa champions league <laughs> now schweinsteiger was also tweeting man city having culture oh my god it is no honestly the sad bro, reality is it's going to happen dude it's going to yeah it's going to happen bruno oh, oh my bruno god and also he tweeted about it by the way bruno clearly mm-hmm. said you can't buy dreams or some dreams cannot be no 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 he's dreams, dreams can cannot be. buy dreams no, no, cannot no he said dreams cannot Buy. Oh, cannot be bought. I mean, I'm sorry, I don't know. Uh, you can excuse no. his English, but mm. yeah, but I can't believe that is the rallying answer. Dreams cannot buy. <laughs> that is the rallying answer. Uh, I will wear it on a T-shirt. <laughs> Dreams cannot buy. <laughs> oh my God! You know who else has extended their support? The Duke and Duchess of Cambridge have <laughs> entered the chat. <laughs> no, Dude, I, I'm telling you. no also because opera uh, is opera is on the way to interview morino right now like <laughs> oh me- <laughs> did you have will <laughs> be like did you also, have nothing hey, to say the the was there Cam- nothing to say the duke of cambridge is a villa fan at the end of the day yeah basically yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah also villa yeah i mean villa have more european pedigree than arsenal it's not him forest they definitely have more titles than arsenal and spurs put together yeah yeah Oh, speaking of uh, our great Mourinho, we we didn't touch on this at the start, but uh, Jose Mourinho has been sacked at Tottenham. 
Finally. And if you listen to the last week's podcast, the Shah told you to bet your life savings on it. And by today, you'd have been yeah. a very rich man. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, uh, The Athletic did a piece, just before we started recording, The Athletic did a piece on as to why it happened. And uh, safe to say the reasons, um, tell me if you've heard this one before. players were disinterested with his training methods they were uh, unsure what at uh, what attacking formations they had to use um they were un- ultimately they were there were at times where player players were like reaching back into memory and pulling stuff pochettino had taught them from an attacking prowess um there was there was uh, a time where mourinho's tactics would be heavily centered around um the opposition's we uh, weaknesses and strengths and he would not yeah we we heard all of this already right yeah, every, all of this yeah, exactly. already been said but the only thing yeah. was till the very end kane was with him like till the very end and if you saw the game on friday where they played played everton and he got injured right yeah they got he got injured and they looked like utter shit without yeah. kane with no kane was there yeah. he did play on the week he was uh, there he was there Yeah, he scored two goals. I know. He got injured, right? He 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 got injured at full time and walked off. So that 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 was okay. But um, he played the full ninety. And Spurs don't look like there's any any attacking patterns. There's nothing at play there. Um, which is I mean, been after he managed us. I'm pretty sure. Uh, You, you. I was. I'm hoping you didn't expect anything more from Mourinho. No, I like honestly. Like, what did you think was going to happen? I thought he'd win something here, but I've, he's not been given the time, and not. And that's not the fault of Spurs. I think generally Spurs, it got so bad and so so untenable, uh, especially with the number of people that he started throwing under the bus. I, I think it was over for him when he said same players, different. Uh, no, uh, same coach, different players. Yep. the 100 yeah, goal season yeah and one was the one was the united season where we won uh the europa league or was it the year after the europa league no the year after the europa league he began with the four nils for the first three weeks and then it all went to shit when he went to anfield yeah, and parked the bus yeah, uh, yeah. He, he went to anfield and parked the bus and that full momentum momentum derailed from there and then city just took off he started getting bitter and more bitter and of course woodward rewarded him his second place with fred and lee grant so <laughs> there's that no, oh shit dude now that transfer is not going to happen zero is main target of fellini right like <laughs> morino's biggest target see i think levy came and told him dude morino you have only 10 million or something okay The guy is like, what the fuck? Okay, I want Fellaini from China. <laughs> He was gonna pull Fellaini back from China, and that was his primary transfer target. <laughs> somebody, it's, it's, somebody it's, just it's, tweeted saying, uh, "Barcelona said no, Barca founding club of the new Super League." <laughs> Someone said, "Mess Kun, Mess K, Un founding club." <laughs> <laughs> 
I think my affiliation to this now will be the same as to what it is with the IPL if this goes through. We are occasionally checking on games and be like, okay, cool. Because so now imagine these, uh, and I tweeted this earlier on in the day. Like this is an agent's wet dream. Can you imagine like Rayola yeah. bouncing Holland from club to club and the commission fees he's going to get? Did you tweet about this? I, I did. That's right. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. I tweeted about it this morning. Yeah. Uh, I, did I, you hear I, that? I saw that tweet and I'm like, wow, that's like you hit the nail on the head. These super agents are literally going to be super billionaires by the end of it all. Like they they could probably buy a franchise somewhere in like Malta or Gibraltar and say, I want to join your super league now. You see, apparently Premier League is meeting tomorrow, hmm. but it's It's only 14 of them without the top six. Yeah, I read about that. Right? Okay. <laughs> Which is hilarious, dude. It's like, wait, we won't talk to you. We'll talk amongst ourselves, then we'll talk to you. <laughs> like some kids. <laughs> Have you watched the show Billions? Uh, this one on... Uh, not on, Billions. On... Sorry, no, no, not Billions. Uh, the one with The Rock in it. Damn it, I forgot. Uh, it Ballers. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. in that show i think mm. uh, dwayne dwayne johnson in that in that show ballers he tries to uh, buy or rather he tries to get into the nfl with his own team right mm-hmm. and i think that similar concept is going to come to esl if it does happen i think they're going to allow for it's going to be a franchise model let's let's face that there are going to be more billionaires there probably the money is going to come in from china where these rich uh, ch- uh, chinese uh, businessmen they buy teams or they buy franchises and they join this esl i think at the end it's going to be it's going to be 20 teams and that's it there's not going to be any of these five teams uh, coming up oh yeah definitely i think i think now the chinese have realized that this chinese super league was ob- was a failed league right you didn't yeah. work, like they were investing their money yeah. in the wrong places yeah. but now you are essentially creating a playground for for the rich yeah for the rich this is no different from like those betting scams that the abu dhabi but dude think 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 about it on on the other side you have boris johnson psg and uefa Wow. Are you sure we are the good guys or they are the good guys? No, that's the thing. Who? Like, are we the baddies? <laughs> are we the baddies? <laughs> <laughs> the, thing, the, the thing is, uh, it's like have you have you watched Alien vs Predator? Alien vs Predator has it was a shitty movie, okay, but the tagline is "Who wins, we lose," okay. So, <laughs> so basically, you have Boris Johnson, the alien, on one side. and uh, you have the european super league with predators on the other side yeah but his guns are psg and ufa dude <laughs> like, <laughs> which are all three things that people generally hate <laughs> yeah like 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 this is a massive pr spin from qatar where you know what the, I, i don't think we get it as much and i think tushar probably is like the closest to it because he stayed in the uk he's so right about the about the amount of money people put into sky into bt into bn to just watch 
five to six games. And this is and I this was an issue when I'm when we, I was in the US. I struggled with because NBC put Peacock as uh, a last minute entity into the season last year, and they would have half the games on NBC Sports, which you were playing paying sixty five dollars a month on YouTube TV for, and at the same. <laughs> and at the second time we were paying uh, another 7 dollars a month for games that were 10 seconds delayed dude the, the, so so the other perspective okay on this whole thing is when you are in the uk mm. they ask you why you are a chelsea fan mm. why you are a united fan okay because mm. when you are in newcastle mm. everyone who is a newcastle united fan there there are geezers dude old guys who are 90 80 years old who come with their wife and there are and they bring their sons and their grandsons and a genuine family outing and it's like a it's part of the culture right and they're like what are you doing here like you're from somewhere in india why are you supporting some indian football club and and a lot of times they get really pissed off because guys like us go to the uk and we go to chelsea and arsenal and all and buy out tickets for 140 pounds 200 pounds and stuff like that which ultimately makes it much more costly for those home fans living right there there are right. and yeah. they hate yeah so, and they do a lot of gating they're like why do you like it you are not even from from chelsea or tottenham mm. or arsenal and it's very, it's very, the, so the online community that you see and the, the 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 shed the chelsea community that see very different very different views very different uh, what what the topics are what the top approve of what they don't approve of very different from you say say chelsea fc reddit or soccer reddit and they start to blame indians and americans and asians for the reason esl has happened i i agree they like yeah because at the end of the day why are we chelsea or why are you a united fan because it's been marketed to you yeah as a package cuz beckham came with that flair and shit and he marketed himself to you right mm-hmm. and and that's the most capitalist american style of marketing right okay we are very passionate fans okay but say a casual chelsea fan or a casual united fan would really like the esl dude he might like it he might just switch on the dio and like hey, okay chelsea madrid is playing cool and that's exactly who the esl is made for today mm. that's the whole point of this it's like but the, like, uh, the, that's what so how many are actually casual fans there are you, you're either one or the other you're either a die hard fan or you're just watching it for the sake of it there's there's no one, i at least i believe there's no in between there is no i mean the uh, concept of no, of no like i have friends who are just like uh i don't really watch so much football but if i watch i'll watch like a united game Uh, there was between um, december to february or at least yeah no, no no late early december to february united didn't have one game that kicked off before 12:30 am yeah yeah and i pretty much watched all of them 
all of them were night games completely like oh. me and akshay used to decide like which games we're going to watch and which we are not yeah. so like there was for the most part i ended up watching all of them yeah so i honestly i'm somebody who doesn't watch these night games right because i am an early riser i wake up by 5:36 so i can't really watch these games mm-hmm. but like you said from december through feb there was not one game that had an asian kickoff time it was ridiculous it was all like so i don't think even as much yeah but it's ridiculous for asia right mm-hmm. but it's great for those guys like you know what to to so for us to get an 8 o'clock game they have to play at fucking 3 o'clock who the fuck is excited about anything at 3 o'clock in the no, so you know what's the funny thing between 1 o'clock and 4 o'clock kickoffs you can't add, you can't broadcast that in the uk oh i heard about this you one. have to go and watch it there i was in newcastle and i was watching i wanted to watch the newcastle game like i was just outside the stadium in the bar outside the stadium i couldn't watch that game because it was an afternoon kickoff why not uh, why not Tush? what is the reason because the, the reason is that they say that if you do an afternoon kickoff when everyone's lazy and sleeping and shit then they won't come to the stadium and ticket sales will get affected which is a very valid mm. point right and it's true though like if you if you weren't forced if that is the only place to watch it you'd go and watch it otherwise you wouldn't go to watch it but but you know what happens because of sky broadcasters in india buying all these broadcast rights this asian friendly time which the uk public doesn't like like they start pushing for 3 o'clock kickoffs 4 o'clock kickoffs 5 o'clock kickoffs but these guys want to see a chelsea united game being played at at 9 in the night dude that's what they like like they can go to a bar and watch it in the night with their mates right that, that's the, the whole point of it but yeah the funny thing was there was even distribution of those games i think generally like now now there is now there yeah. is because Especially, i think no, some, no, during, some effect has happened no no i think what see, like it has never been this bad it was never this bad because even when there were fans in the stadium everyone at least once a month there were there was one game that kicked off between that had, there was the either the early kickoff or was the um, was it tw- was let's say a 9 pm which is which should be about what 555 uh, five, five, yeah 5 which is 535 435 yeah in the pandemic when they knew the asian viewers are doing nothing but sitting in the house it was all at 12, it was all 12:30 1am kickoffs which was Also Aben mm. one other thing the so, so the thing the reason they did that I tell you usually the way they do it is to accommodate the fans travel as well okay mm-hmm. because fans are not traveling to the stadium they could keep the kickoffs whenever they bloody hell pleased so they they were keeping kickoffs at all the fucking random times that you wanted because they knew there are no fans so there are the the availability of a train say you had to go from london back to manchester none of that yeah, shit yeah, yeah, they could they could, keep, they could keep a manchester derby in the in usually a liverpool united game will be the earlier kickoff in the day it's never going mm-hmm. to be the last kickoff now they just now they're keeping it whenever they bloody hell please because there's there are no fans so there's no crowd control mm-hmm. there's no uh, there's no accommodating the fans travel none of that is there so they they are keeping games if you so usually during daylight savings the kickoff set i think it's at uh, 5 o'clock and if it's not daylight savings i think the kickoffs are at 
five Seven. o'clock. So yeah. Uh, so so the uh, six o'clock kickoff. So you have games from six. The next game is your eight thirty to ten thirty. Then they uh, then they had one more from twelve to one or twelve to two. So they had so many so many kickoffs because there are no fans in the stadium and they don't have any of that crowd control. So that whole scheduling where they have to put in factors of uh, fans traveling, uh, the derbies coming in the way, uh, crowd control, none of that is there. So they're just putting the matches whenever they bloody hell please. And also. To your point, that because everybody's sitting at home, they're just going to watch it whatever time. Yeah, Premier League had its highest viewership last year, dude. They yeah. could do whatever the fuck they wanted. People were going to sit and watch because they're sitting at home. Right? Yeah, because everyone's like, remember when there was no football yeah. for for three months and how sad everyone was? And then it came back. Yeah, and, that's right, exactly. Yeah. My gosh. Believe it or not, every week I used to log into F- FPL mm. just to see what, what the team is and what the scenario is. Even... Even though I knew at at that and at that point I think I was in the top. Uh, I was at the top of most yeah. of my league, and I was like every I was like, damn, the one season that I'm on top and it's not it's it's, it's bloody well is probably cancelled. So I think a big clue as to why the twelve clubs. I mean, uh, if you follow Swiss Ramble, he is this big Arsenal guy who who posts a lot, does a lot of finance stuff for. Uh, on Twitter, basically, he tends to break down clubs' finances, where the money is going. He uh, he he kind of put out the tweet that said the reason as to why twelve clubs have signed up for the European Super League is because they they lost a combined one point two billion in two thousand nine uh, in in the nineteen twenty season before player sales, and this was the season where only the last three months were impacted by COVID. Um, and the numbers are pretty staggering. The this, ones the ones that lost the most this year they're going to. There's more than five billion this year. Yeah, alone, like yeah. Milan, Milan and Juventus. Milan, no, like no. Uh, what do you call? Uh, no guesses who the biggest losers were: Barcelona, City, Juventus, and Milan. Juventus screwed themselves over the Ronaldo deal, and just generally they're in some weird white money washing scheme with uh, uh, with Barcelona. That transfer between Arthur for Arthur and Pjanic makes zero sense. It was it, like it, it stunk of a of a money laundering scheme, allegedly, before somebody sues us. So, uh, like, I'm there's a oh, part of me that's uh, not surprised. There are there are other growing rumors that Chelsea and City are like getting disillusioned with the whole mess, and yes, they, they feel and they feel like they've been. I mean, it was more of a follow or risk the financial consequences, and now they be, believe they can trust Spurs and three other clubs to. Yeah, uh, I just read that. I, I hope they you do. You know, the funny thing was that Woodward, so there's some some news that City and Chelsea were the last guys to join this thing. That's mm. why there's no board representation for them. There's no Roman Abarabic, there's no Mariana on the board. There's no any Pep guy or anything on the, on the board, right? And that's because these guys are pressuring them, like, listen, you either join or you're going to lose out on, like, this much money this year, blah, 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 blah. You know what? And that's why they're like, okay, fine, we'll join it. If City and PSG hadn't joined, right, that would have been the biggest fuck you because they have more money than all those guys combined. They're City. Yeah, but that's dude. That's why City and and Chelsea didn't need to join. You know, because like, dude, we have money. Like, <laughs> don't need money. <laughs> why you? But then they're like, ultimately, like, okay, fine. If everyone's gonna join it, we might as well join it. Right. Hmm. 
Klopp says my opinion didn't change. I heard first, heard first, first time about it yesterday. If you tell the clubs it's about money, yeah. what do you think UEFA yeah. is about? Uh, if you tell the clubs it's about money, what do you think UEFA is about? FIFA wants a club World Cup. That's about money. He found out. Dude, FIFA and UEFA fight all the time because UEFA is richer than FIFA. Mm. <laughs> right, right. FIFA fucking sold a World Cup to Qatar because it's about money. In dude, everybody's uh, yeah. In the winter, in the fucking no, desert, dude. FIFA eleven officials were arrested for corruption. Dude, there was the, the top eleven. There, 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 there was one guy who who said who quoted an article that said FIFA is not corrupt, and the article is published by the Onion. The Onion is a is a satire <laughs> is a is a satire yeah, 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 yeah. and he was holding no, the printed no, copy of the Onion. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the other thing is the, there's another FIFA official who to set up a committee for corruption to investigate himself. Okay, and he gave it to himself. David, like, oh, okay, I, I I'm innocent. Okay, cool. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> yes. So basically, world football is just a bunch of people on interest, and that's that's about it. Like, there's no good, bad, and all here. It's just honestly, I thought this was a power move. I really didn't expect them to come out with it. I thought they were just arm twisting UEFA into probably getting paid more or but trying to if, get more teams in. Even if they backtrack now, right? Say they backtrack now. This is like a pivotal point. There's so much trust that's been broken. You will never trust anything your club says ever again. Dude, yeah. but what I feel is it's inevitable. Like an ESL is inevitable. It's like IPL and Ranji Trophy, dude. Like Ranji Trophy will always be grassroots, but IPL will be IPL. But this will That's kill it. lower league football, which we haven't even. Yeah, but at least in no, in, it didn't, uh, right? Both, I, both IPL didn't. There. Yeah, IPL didn't kill grassroots, right? In no. fact, uh, gra- grassroots feeds to IPL, right? This is how it's going to be, like. No, but like even then, you mean to say you mean to say right now from the championship, how many players are being drafted into the top six Premier League sides? Very few. Off the top of my head, Dan James came last year from Swansea. Joe Joe Roden came from yeah. Swansea this year. Um, who else? If anyone's picking them, it's the other fourteen teams. So like yeah, fair. yeah. So first of all, I mean to be fair, like British football academy development is damn shit right now. Oh yeah, I okay, to be completely honest, okay, because this freaking always honestly, it's always been that way. There have been very few. I, in fact, yeah, I, I think shit, actually, it's uh, like it's, look at would, Dortmund and all, dude. Like in yeah. Dortmund, if you're 19, you're old. <laughs> like you, you need to be a 17 year old superstar so that we can sell you. <laughs> No, look it's, at, it's the but, same with Ajax. Look at Ajax, man. The the team that reached the Europa League final against us, and then the season after, they were uh, they were almost uh, they were in the semis of the Champions League final. Uh, Champions League. No, was it the that, same team? Agreed. Dude, Premier almost, League is not good for British people development. It's not. It's really sad to say, but it doesn't do nothing for English football development. No, I mean you back have... in the day. Back in the day, you could rely on on academies like Southampton, for example. They mm, had a great. Honestly, they're, they're they're still one of the best academies if you look at it. Like 
you have james ward prowse who's come from uh, the southampton academy luke shaw gareth uh, bale luke shaw luke shaw luke gareth shaw. bale there's uh, quite a few of them aaron shearer uh, nathan redmond is also one of them mm. i think he came from southampton no like uh, Jen- you know forget youth chelsea is what 2011 uh, youth academy the one that was going to go win it all they had no chance in the, in the premier league because they weren't given the opportunity like i mean yeah. ruben loftus-cheek is now at fulham trying to survive relegation um half that squad i don't even remember but i think there there was a guy who went to watford and he he got relegated uh, uh, nathan chaloba <laughs> chaloba yeah yeah chaloba <laughs> it's in his name <laughs> kennedy went somewhere i forgot he went to kennedy kennedy is no kennedy is in granada <laughs> Wait, isn't oh yeah, he's in Granada. We faced him last. Oh yeah, <laughs> Kennedy is in Granada. The the thing with you, the European Super League right now is just it's going to kill low, like low league football. Uh, especially clubs are folding. Bury shut last year. Um, there have Accrington oh. Stanley went into administration. Portsmouth was were almost gone. the money bolton also went to administration bolton also went to administration yeah yeah so these are big tremendous outfits yeah so if yeah you, it's really sad if burnley go down and if let's say burnley i don't think have the finances to compete they they don't have they, they're doing with what they have they might get relegated this year for all you know there's six points yeah. ahead of fulham eight games to go anything could possibly happen so the only thing that's been uh, keeping burnley up is literally shondaish shondaish yeah. yeah i'm sorry but yeah. if yeah. if they go i if they go i think they're gone for good yeah yeah pretty much I, like fulham will come back because the owners are wealthy um sheffield will come back because the owners are wealthy Norwich are back in the Premier League. They'll go down again next season with, without like a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> it's the most pointless. Sometimes, I mean, that's the only if the only argument you can make against relegation is Norwich not coming back into the PL. Then yeah, fine. <laughs> but <laughs> but you know what? Like one thing that I've noticed, there are the teams that are in and around London, right? Mm-hmm. they 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 are the quote unquote rich clubs or yeah. richer club london is and where yeah, it's there's at. a there's a reason for it there's a reason for it i don't deny that but your stokes your burnleys the teams that come from lancashire you're working right? on working class cities they are yeah exactly exactly my point they're the working class clubs yeah yeah they and they are the ones that we only need the support from the premier league from these quote unquote elite clubs right mm-hmm. because at the end of the day all of these clubs are getting 110 million mm. every single one of them that's how that's how it's been divided that everybody gets 110 million uh, mm. and then the prize money uh, is based on whatever mm. position you finish and then your ticket sales that's usually how it's broken down mm. so if these if these lots step out if these six step out of of the premier league and also another thing to realize is that money trickles down all the way down to non league football as well hmm. all the way down to non league football and the way that happens is say for example you have 
someone like a Hartley Pool or Oxford United qualified to the fifth round of the FA Cup hmm. and they have an away tie at Manchester United. You know that they get ticket sales from that. Exactly. Get, yeah, gate share, yeah. They, yeah, they, yeah, get, they, get, they, they get, get about 30% yeah. or 10% or whatever. And that is huge revenue huge for, for them. them. That can literally survive an entire season for them. An entire season with just one one away game at a big six club. Not just a big big six club, even just a a decent Premier League club. Some, I mean, just going and playing away at, say, something like a Newcastle or a Southampton. These guys... No, even, even a championship club, dude. Like, even like if you, when Leeds were at Island Road, even that would give you enough ticket sales. Yeah, to exactly. Get you th- so, the, and imagine, like, you have 75,000, you have 75,000 fans at Old Trafford, FA Cup, maybe a fourth or a fifth round, and Oxford United is in town. 30% of 70,000 fans, each paying, what, 10 quid, 20 quid, I don't know. That's a lot of money for a club like uh for a club like Oxford United or a Hartley Pool or what have you. So Jürgen all Klopp, of that's gonna get lost. Jürgen Klopp just said something else. He said, I understand the fans' anger because of the Super League. I don't know exactly why the 12 club did it, but it's always more games, more games. It's about money, more money, nothing else. Oh, well fucking oh, wow. well fucking he's done. doing something. Respect. This, this is some Klopp music, dude. Like, he's doing some sweet chin music. Sweet chin music. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that tweet thread? Uh, the ESL, if the ESL had WWE storylines, it is yeah. insane. <laughs> I can almost hear I, I, really, I really expected this from Klopp. I, he is one guy who's got some big cojones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> if they if they fire him, that city will revolt. If they fire him over this, gone, gone, gone. They burned down. They'll just go burn down Everton for no reason. Like, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> if we can't play, you can't play too. <laughs> yeah, dude. But I can already hear like Boris Johnson doing some stupid shit because he's got some MPs together and all. And like he entering the House of Commons with like some Kurt Angle music, like ten, no, 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 Steve, you know, Ozil said no Turkish club would ever want to be part of this thing. I find that hard. To and be. effectively destroying any chance of them being part of this league. So like, I'd be like, fuck you, Ozil. <laughs> The mirror saying that Manchester United are confident that the Premier League won't have a nerve to kick them out of it. You know what? For that reason, I want them to kick them out of it. That reason alone, like you know, the cockiness. So, like, I, like genuinely, this will, this will be the end of Edward Ward in football. I want them to do it. Do it. I am fully. I, I as a United fan, who have supported this. This travesty of a fucking club for for the better part of twenty years. Do it. I don't give a shit. Do it. So so, so th- there are a lot of reports saying that if they don't do an ESL, Juventus and Barca might actually like be in huge financial trouble. Like huge. No, that's, financial that's trouble. their mistake, dude. That's entirely their mistake. Barcelona. Yeah, no. so that's why they're pushing for it, right? They're like, yeah. guys, please. Barcelona. 350 million a year. Come on, come on, guys. 
So Bayern, the Bayern CEO just put out a statement saying, "I do not believe the Super League will solve the financial problems of the European clubs that have arisen as a result of the coronavirus pandemic. Rather, all clubs in in Europe should work in solidarity." He put out one more quote. Uh, that was Rummenigge, right? Yeah, Rummenigge. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he also said, "I don't think he said FC Bayern did not participate in the planning of the Super League." Um, I don't. Yeah, he said. Uh, England, the all clubs in Europe should work in solidarity to ensure that the cost structure, in particular the players' salaries, as we hit on earlier on in this podcast, and the fees for the consultants are adjusted to the income in order to make European football more rational. Yeah, I mean he's completely right. I mean obviously he's not he's want to talk. Bayern have been bullying the entire league. Uh, to yeah, they get everybody for free, dude. Like, for free, they want to talk. You know, so, like, yeah. This, this entire, or they get themselves sold for like twenty million or something. Like this, en- this entire thing is people living in glass houses shouldn't throw stones, right? That's the, oh, yeah, exactly. That's, that's exactly what's happening. I I, I heard that Bayern. I, I heard that Bayern and Borussia. This was this was one of my uh, so. Back when I was working for Deloitte, so I had this senior manager who was working with, me, uh, who was there at the time, and uh, he had stu- he had done a uh, his better part of his education was in Germany, and he was telling me that in Germany, if you had to sell a player outside of Germany, Bayern always got first right of refusal for some reason. He told me this because his his best friend was a manager of Hoffenheim at the time. Hmm. and he he told me that uh, for some reason and they bayern had the first right of refusal for any player coming out of any club in germany if they have to be sold abroad and especially with uh, with borussia maybe it seems they, that bayern had uh, when borussia was in um, a major financial debt or something bayern got them out so mm. they wrote a clause that every player that you sell we have first right of especially with Borussia, I'm talking about, but yeah, they also have this with other uh, other clubs, other German clubs. For some reason, whatever the reason, I don't know. Maybe they want one club to be really good when they go into Europe. What it can be any reason, but it is there. It is there in place. Whether it's a gentleman's agreement or whether it's on paper, it's it's there. It's. I mean, I I think Bayern have lost some of their. uh their uh, negotiating power over the last couple of years that's not to say they haven't made some absolute coups in the transfer market serge gnabry from arsenal was an excellent acquisition leroy sane from uh city also was for, i mean for what they got for him was excellent but the best that undoubtedly which you you're forgetting the legend dude yeah yeah no the no i'm talking about uh, ba- that's barcelona right Oh yeah, they had him at Bayern. Oh, of course, Bayern guy. Yeah, well, right. how, and then he could... scored against Barca, dude. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> twice. The... Yeah, and then Barca had to pay Liverpool a fee because he won a Champions League. <laughs> 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 oh, continue. I'm, I'm, I missed the key. See, Barcelona's problems are entirely their own. You have the best player on the planet. in probably the history of football you have the best player that does not mean you pay him a million a week like so what is he getting paid he is getting paid yeah he yeah. he gets 100 million 103 million a year or something like that he makes lebron james makes 40 million in 3 seasons or 3 full 
our man oh, and, and, that, and that's on gets 40 million a season he gets 120 over 3 who no one he gets he gets a supermax contract one season he gets a big bunk, chunk of money right so in a supermax is a 3 year contract right mm, yeah yeah so the the super so, so he gets 120 over 3 seasons but it's broken down as 60 for uh 40 40 40 40 no it's something like 50 30 20 20 last year the last year he stands to make the most right the first and the last yeah year. yeah something like that yeah. it, it goes yeah. from less to more or something like that hmm. oh man See, and let's not forget the 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 108 million they spent on Dembele, the uh, the 70 the eight the 80 90 million 75 million they spent on Suarez, which was possibly the most bang for buck the buck they got. A uh, 140 million on Coutinho. These are untenable figures. Just because PSG did it, I mean, they're a state battle. They, they got what? How much did they get for Neymar? Two three hundred, two twenty five, three hundred. No, it's about two fifty. No, two twenty five million. Two twenty something. Yeah, two twenty five. Yeah. Mm. So it's not that they didn't have money. It's not that they didn't have money. Ah, but if you're paying Messi a hundred, see. Yeah, but they, they messed it up, right? Coutinho, yeah. Suarez, and they just did three transfers for the one guy, and all three failed. Dembele is yeah, it? I, I mean, I didn't know. I thought Messi was getting paid five hundred grand. I didn't know it was one million a week. That's it. But you're saying it's hundred and three million a year, which means it's two million a week. Wait, Messi's contract. Let's pull it up. That's yeah. That if you're saying it's hundred and four, you're you're fifty two weeks. So it's two million a week then. That's still not part of. That's still part of FFP though, right? What oh, FFP, bro? FFP died. It's it's going this season. Yeah, with Man City, it died. Mm. Okay, I think I think this is where I think this is where we wrap it up. I mean, closing arguments. I think we're all on the same page. This it looks like a possibility, but I doubt. I feel there'll be a middle ground somewhere that will be reached where the clubs will get more a bigger slice of the pie. This I I just. This just reeks of elitist mentality, honestly. As oh yeah, dude. Uh, I mean, like proper disconnect. <laughs> yeah, it's just a pure. It's like they look at your face and then just like going back two hundred years with these draconian measures. It's like looking at your face and then turning you away and saying, "No, you're not allowed in this place." It's literally that. It's it it is the whole romantic bang out of order. If you ask the whole romanticism of it is gone. Like when. Oh man, you know what sucks is like you look back a couple of years. You, I mean, as I know, we've brought this up before, and we've talked about you know when Leicester almost got relegated and then they went on that run, and they never stopped. It's we 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 might never if this goes through, we'll never see shit like that ever again, because yeah, ultimately it's money that will talk. See, I am all for player cash salary caps. I'm all for this, even though that puts a limit on people and how much you know. If you're good enough, you earn the money. Uh, but there, there has to be a tipping point because the ESL is they, these these assholes have apparently signed a 20th year uh, agreement with uh, all the clubs to be a part of the ESL. 
I don't see it going very far. Uh, don't see it. I think within the third year, viewership will start to drop and all the investors will start to pull out. Or what will happen is, and I mentioned this to a lot of people today, you will, they will start sponsors for every tiny thing will start to come in. VAR by Budweiser. VAR, first of all, is, I can't say, I mean, I, I, I as a United fan who's, who's, who's clearly benefited for, from penalties from VAR, I can't celebrate goals properly anymore. Uh, like the other day, and I'm sure Tushar had the same thing too, because uh, on the weekend when Chelsea scored the first goal, it was ruled out. And when Werner scores the second, uh, sorry, when ZX scores the first, you're immediately thinking, is, it, is, he, is he on? Is he on? Is he on? Yeah, yeah. Is he on? Like, <laughs> you're always in this confused, like, should I celebrate? Should, should I, I be happy? Yeah. No, and then I be <laughs> we, are, we are five years away from... Uh, from commercial breaks between throw-ins. Oh, yeah, dude. The way you're talking, it's very similar to the way the IPL is structured right now. Where exactly. It's a Evo IPL and then it's a... Yeah, that's all right. Exactly. Is it, is it a Dream 11? Carbon Kamal Pro. Dream 11 and whatnot. Yeah. Dream 11-6 or is it an Unacademy 6? I don't know what it is. But it's like... Everything is... Uh, and there's some, some something for a catch. You have something for a catch or something for a run-out. I mean, everything is bloody. There's a, there's a sponsor, sponsor and then yeah. there is something next to it. But that's the Americanization of, of, yeah. of sport, right? Every and game. The that... NFL is only played for 10 minutes in an hour. The other 50 minutes is just ads. Yeah. It, and those, yeah, it about NFL it's the slowest and... two minutes of your career. The last yeah. two minutes is the slowest. So, so many stoppages. NFL so many. is designed in a way that they can get as much ads in as possible. Yeah, you can just pump ads at you, dude. That's all. Because to a point can... where the Super Bowl is just the best ads. <laughs> like, like, dude, how, yeah, like, how are you excited those. about the best ads? Yeah. It's it's a 60-minute game that's played over three and a half hours. Thank you. But wait, what do you guys think on the, the Morino sacking? Okay. But sacking him one week before a final. Bro, it must have really gotten bad. I mean, uh, obviously, Siddharth has, has uh, what do you call, has a different opinion. I have, my opinion is, see, there have been rumors floating that he refused to take the players onto the training pitch because of the whole ESL situation. Uh, oh, that, that, that was a hoax rumor. That was a hoax rumor. Yeah, I know that was a hoax rumor, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not usually one for conspiracies. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not, I'm not any of those, but I feel that why would you sack a serial winner? The guy wins trophies everywhere he's gone. He had a chance to win a trophy. I think with Spurs. why would you fire him one week before that? You you could have had the perfect excuse seven days removed when he loses to Man City and you can say, Okay, fuck off now. You couldn't even win your trophy. You could just say like I think you're out of your Honestly, I think they have fed Fabrizio and, and the other journalist also that tweeted that this is a, that is a hoax. It was because of performance. That's a load of bullshit. Come on. I, it no. is, dude. It's very. It's a typical Mourinho thing to make an excuse and blame it on the excuse. Like it's very like, oh, these guys started this ESL. That's why I quit or something like that. No, but I, the truth is, it's actually been bad performances, right? Yeah, I, I understand. On, but at least give him. Look, you could give him. This is 
Honestly, I was hurt when Van Gaal was also fired after winning the FA Cup. Trust me, as a United fan, it sort of hurt somewhere that honest. I didn't want him to stay, but he had just won a won a cup, and two days later, you hear not two days later at the press conference. They he found out as he was going to the press conference, he was found out he's being sacked. Also, not just not just that. So the thing with Mourinho, right? I feel genuinely, if they had gone into the Carabao Cup with Mourinho, they'd have lost it. They would have. So you're telling me now they have a chance to win it? No, because they'll use the new manager bounce because they've got uh, they've got that they'll pull. See, I'll, I'll tell you what is going to happen now. They might lose this for all you know. They probably might end up losing this. But there is more. Uh, there's more of a chance of them winning it now than losing it, as opposed to. Them, yeah, the team will like yeah. band together suddenly. Yeah, like, because okay, he had lost everybody. You look at Human Son, Son's interview uh, after the game last week. He looked defeated. Delhi Ali is nowhere in the squad. Gareth Bale <laughs> was pretending to run. <laughs> Gareth Bale is losing it as like Steve Jim or Gold Jim. It's hard. Steve Jim is a very Bangalore reference. He's such a bad <laughs> Steve Jim. Maybe, maybe it's my love for Mourinho, but I think that if I think. They they had a better chance of winning it with Mourinho rather than without. I just think so. I think he's no longer the manager he was, and I think it's come to a point where, yeah, it's like it's it's done. There it's is, a yeah, it's, yeah. but he's going to use this ESL thing and make them like bad guys, and then you will get Pandit Mourinho, which will rip them apart. <laughs> Good guy, Pandit Mourinho is coming. He'll, six months he'll disappear. He's got thirty million to spend, so six months he's gone. Oh. He'll come back to Sky Sports Studio in in about eight months because he's the only guy who can talk tactics in that bloody panel. So yeah, exactly. He's great at talking tactics, not so great at uh, executing them. Executing them. So like, I I think it's it's now either he goes into the national tournaments where he's a better fit, where he can win one-off games. No, he he should not ruin that Portugal squad. That's an amazing squad. Don't do it. Just no, but he, you mean Wolves? You mean you mean Wolves? The Wolves team with Bruno Wolves and Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Hey, you've been Ronaldo you've Ronaldo. been listening to the podcast, yeah. haven't you? In other words, we have one loyal viewer, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but dude, that's a, such a nice attacking team. Don't go and put Mourinho there. Like, don't do it. That's where he's going, dude. Maybe we should form a super league and throw it up and do. Because who's going to edit the podcast? That's that's true. That's true. <laughs> JP Morgan. JP Morgan. Fair enough. Fair enough. Ah, okay, guys. I think this is the end. For the podcast and possibly football, uh, Liverpool leads are about to kick off soon. They've already started. They've already started. Yeah. Okay. I hope Liverpool lose nine nil, and I have Trent on my team, so I don't care. Because mm. anyway, next season, what is FPL, bro? I'm going to be captaining Nick Pope every three games. Seven million in our show. Yeah, eleven million in our show. Nick Pope seven million. Uh, Pookie, Pookie party. Oh, Pookie's back in the Premier League. Yeah, Pookie party, dude. 
Pookie party. But I can't wait, dude. West, West Ham are about to win the league. Mark Noble's... <laughs> blue and... Uh, blue, claret and blue. Dude, are. David Moyes will just stand there and be like, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> oh God, imagine if Moyes wins the league with West Ham. Oh, that'll be disgraceful. It'll be hilarious, dude. <laughs> He'll take the trophy home and then he'll Zoom call and be like, guys, are you sure? Boys and then God. Okay, I think that calls for the end. Hopefully, by we'll do one more of these, one more of this before FPL starts, even though I must admit my drive and passion for FPL is great. has taken a bit of a backseat given with what's happening. Seriously, fuck all these guys, dude. Abhin is giving very acha chalta vibes, dude. Why, bro? <laughs> Yeah, you're just damn depressed. Like, let's see, right? There's going to be a lot more drama happening this week for sure. It's yeah, going to be a very a, interesting week. Somebody give me a cactus plan, bro. I need to like commit to the part fully. <laughs> <laughs> or like a potted plant. I'll sit like Ranbir Kapoor on the floor and just be like... <laughs> now, there, there you go, Akshay. One Bollywood reference happened in this podcast. Mm. <laughs> Okay, that's that's the end of the part. Yeah. We'll see you soon. <laughs>